1 Corinthians chapter 16, thank you young people, appreciate that song, 1 Corinthians chapter number 16, and if you were in the service this morning and you paid attention, uh, I told you that we would be back here this evening and uh, we would preach part two of the message this morning, and uh, we're going to do that this evening. We're looking at an additional verse to what we looked at this morning, and uh, so if you'll follow along with me, we'll get right into it tonight. I won't keep you too long. I do know that uh, there are people who are out sick. I know many of you are getting over sickness. Some of you are trying to get the sickness, and uh, I want to uh, 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 help as much as I can, and so uh, certainly this time of year, I don't want to push you too hard because there's so much going on, and then and, uh, I don't want you to get sick. I want us to enjoy this time. And uh, I let you out uh, 10 minutes early this morning. And I, I might even be let you out sooner than that tonight. Uh, those three men that did this, the midweek service, they rubbed off on me. And so um, let's go ahead and have our closing prayer tonight. And, and uh, we'll, we'll go home. Uh, but uh, I do... I uh, want to be mindful of, of the fact that there is a lot going on. There are There is a lot of sickness, but I do want to get this truth across tonight. Uh, that I think will be a help to us. I believe this morning was a help to us and will continue to be one. But look what be 1 Corinthians chapter 16. Let's read verse 13, but let's also read verse 14 tonight. Watch ye, stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, be strong. Let all your things be done with charity. This morning, we took some time, and I'll review very quickly, because uh, with the review, I'm going to add the message to what we talked about this morning, and I think uh, it will be a good help to us as we consider verse 14. Uh, but I want to preach tonight on this subject, uh, but do it with charity. If you think of the title of the message this morning, in the meantime, do this but do it with charity. There's a lot of things that we need to do in the meantime. There's a lot of things that we are commanded to do. There's a lot of things that as Christians we must do, but we must do it with charity. Let's consider these truths tonight. Father, help us as we look once again into your word. I pray that you would be a help to us, strengthen us, challenge us, uh, help us to grab a hold of this great, great truth. Uh, bless your people tonight, for it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. But do it with charity. We're going to look at that word charity tonight, and I will, I will get more into this in 2024. Our theme uh, is going to be the theme of others. We're going to just have that as the theme for 2024. At the beginning of the year, I'm, I'm planning on, on Sunday mornings, doing a study out of 1 Corinthians 13 on charity, on love. And so I won't, I won't get deep into the word charity tonight. I'll wait until then. Uh, but we see in verse number 14, let all things be done with charity. Uh, as I just mentioned, Paul takes a good portion of this letter, a portion of Scripture, to speak to these churches, to Christians on charity, the need for that. We know the context by now based on the two messages last Sunday, the message this morning, Paul is writing, is, 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 is finishing this letter, and there's so many things for us to get out of the details of these letters from the Apostle Paul. I love, and God has helped me with, with his writings, the ministry companions, and if you remember that study, and, and what a help that is to me, and I've been looking at some of these other 
writings, and, I, and, and I'm trying to figure out, and, and there's probably going to be a part two to that ministry companions, and uh, when Paul gets personal and he starts making these personal applications and these personal challenges, there's much for us to learn from that because we are the family of God. And God's church is that, and there's relationships there that we should uh, cultivate and, and, take, and not take for granted. But in all that he's, he's commanding them and all he's reminding them, of course, we know that they're expecting him. He's not coming because there's an open door. Uh, they're going to be disappointed from that. And we spent some time this morning focused on sometimes when that, that, that encouragement doesn't come that we're expecting. Uh, the the, the uh, uh, instruction doesn't come when we're inspecting. The, the help doesn't come, and there's disappointments that come from that. And uh, what is challenging is since I'm not coming, he, he, of course, we saw this morning, he said, in the meantime, do this. And I'm going to review these points in a moment because I want us to see with that it's important that we add charity. He says, in the midst of, in the meantime, doing these things, do them, but do them with charity. If we are not careful, and I do not want to minimize obedience because the Christian life is obedience. God doesn't have to explain to us why He commanded something to us. Uh, the, we don't have to understand all the re- we don't have to understand how all the medicine works for us to take the medicine and help us. We don't have to understand everything there is about life for us to follow these commands. As we saw this morning, if we will take what Paul said and we will do this in our life, in the meantime, until the encouragement comes, until all the, if we'll do it, then we'll find out we don't need as much encouragement as we thought we did. We don't need as much instruction as we thought we did. There's a lot to just obeying and doing what we're supposed to do. There are stands we should take. But we have to be careful that we... Do all of that with charity. Paul understood by writing to the church of Corinth, and if you read his writings to the church of Corinth, the church of Corinth is a lot like the church of today. Christians have a tendency to be carnal. Shocking, I know. That's what we are. That's why we have to submit to the Spirit. That's why we have to walk by faith, but walk by the Spirit. And he addresses a lot of that carnality, and he even has to say, I'm sending Timothy, but don't be mad at Timothy because it's not me. And and let Timothy serve, and let Timothy help. We we, we looked at that very briefly. But he writes and he says, "When when you do these things that I've admonished you to do, don't just do them, but do them with charity. Add charity, add love. A very simple definition of charity is love and good will. That supreme love to God and that universal good will to men. I want you to think about this when we think of charity. I want you to think of there's an arrow up, there's a direction up, because it starts with my supreme love for God. I cannot have charity in my works if I do not have the supreme love for God. Because we do what we do for God because of our love for Him. If we do not focus on God and our love for Him, it becomes about us. And that's what Paul was admonishing them. He says, it's not about you. God's opened this door. God has changed the direction. I can't come. When I can, I will, and I'll stay for some time. 
in the meantime, I want you to do this, and I want you to do this, and I want you to do this, and I want you to do this, but let everything, let all your things be done with charity. I think you can take that verse and apply it to everything that he's written from chapter 1. But I also think you can take that verse and apply it to the previous verse where he commands them to do some things. He says, let charity be added to it. So we have that love for our God that is upward towards him. Outward is goodwill, universal goodwill. Well, I have love in my heart. Well, we're talking about charity that is an outflow of the love in our heart to your fellow man. I believe that this world needs to see some charity from God's people. I'm not saying they don't already see it. I'm just saying it needs to be our focus to have that charity towards our fellow man. Now, we, we, we sometimes think, think I have to compromise to show that charity. No, I don't. I don't have to compromise and show charity. Now, uh, you say, well, I'm just, I, and sometimes we cover our compromise with the word charity. But it's not because I love him, I am going to have goodwill towards my fellow man. So I want to review very, very quickly tonight. We're going to go through verse 13 again because some of you slept through it this morning. But I want to also, I'm going to adjust this outline with the admonishment that Paul makes in verse 14. He says, Watch ye, but let all things be done with charity. Stand fast in the faith, but let all things be done in charity. Quit you like men, but let all things be done in charity. Be strong, but let all things be done in charity. So if we look at those things, and we spent this morning talking about those things, but let's make the application tonight. We understand that we are to obey and do verse 13. That's a command for you and I. We see it? Well, Pastor, I know you said that we should, we should man up and, and be where we're supposed to be. I just don't want to do that. What's a command to do it? Paul wasn't passing out surveys. He said, do it. This is for you and I tonight as well. Do it. Watch ye. Do it. Stand fast in the faith. Do it. Quit you like men. Do it. Be strong. Do it. Well, I don't feel strong. He said, be strong. Be ready. Be steadfast. It's a command. We're to obey. But how are we to obey? We're to add charity to that. I, which, it is that obedience... But do it out of and because of charity. I want to do these things because of charity. My supreme love of God. Are you with me tonight? And then wanting to universally show goodwill to my fellow man. We love him. If we truly love him, we should be able to show charity to our fellow man. Let me give you this adjusted outline tonight if I can. Two, number one. Two... Stand guard requires charity. Now this morning the message was in the meantime, stand guard. But now Paul is saying add charity to everything. So to stand guard requires charity. In order for me to watch ye, as we see in verse 13, he says watch ye. I'm not coming, but watch ye. It requires charity to really do that. I mentioned this this morning, I'll, I'll say it from this context tonight. Do you love your church? Yes. 
I appreciate both of you who love your church tonight. Do you love, if you love your church, you love the people who you go to church with. Even the ones that rub you the wrong way. You love the people you go to church with. If you don't, you're disobedient. Because we're commanded. I didn't say you had to hang out with them all the time. But we're commanded to love. We're commanded to love the household of faith. So if I am going to watch ye, then I must add charity to it. It really requires charity for me to watch my spirit. Remember the context this morning is Paul's not coming. There was some disappointment there. And sometimes Christians quit on God. They get bitter because they were disappointed by life, a situation. And, and friend, we, we can't be, we could be disappointed, but we have to watch our spirit. We, we have to understand that God has the right to change every situation. And when it comes down to it, if we have God, we don't have to have everything we think we need. But if I'm going to show charity to you, the people I'm commanded to love, the people I do love, then I have to watch my spirit. Too, too many times we go through life, whether it be coming to church or going to work, going home to the people we live in, it's just like I'm in a bad mood and i got to let everybody know it. That's not charity. Well, I'm disappointed. I want, you know what, if you're going to share your disappointment, you know what you have, you've increased the odds of somebody else being disappointed. There are a lot of, listen to me very carefully, there are a lot of baby Christians who won't come to a Bible-believing church because some Christian, when they were disappointed, they did not have charity and watch their spirit and they spouted off when they were disappointed. They complained when, 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 when their feelings were hurt. And life disappointed them. We've all been there. That's not, that, that's, that's a humanity thing. But we didn't show charity knowing that if I share my disappointment with that baby Christian, they're not going to understand. They're going to look at it differently. I'll get over it, but they're not going to get over it. There's a lot of lost people who Christians have done them a disservice. We say, oh, I have love in my heart. You haven't shown charity because, well, why are you in such a bad mood? Well, I, this, life didn't turn out the way, and this person disappointed me, and, and I thought this was going to come and help me, and, and things that I thought was going to happen just didn't happen. And, and we spouted off to somebody in a moment of weakness, not taking into account for me to show that goodwill towards men, to, be, to show love, I need to not say that to them, to not plant a seed. I've got to watch my spirit. I've got to watch what I say to somebody else because I may get over it. But they won't get over it now. We say, well, we show the love. We have to control our spirit. If to, to stand guard requires charity. If you, I said this this morning, I hope you caught it. If you don't watch your spirit, when you get disappointed, you're hurting your church. If you come in a grump, you're hurting your church. Well, I've been disappointed. Don't raise your hand, but who hasn't? This is what I, th I was counting on this. And God changed it. 
But God didn't leave, and we know this, and I'll remind us now, God didn't leave His people without what they needed because He still gave them Timothy. They thought they needed Paul. God said, no, I'm bigger than all of you. I know what you need. I'm going to send you Timothy. And besides that, you got yourself. You got each other. You got one another. Now remind us that as God's put this church together, everybody in here is exactly what each other needs. Because God's put us together. So to stand guard requires charity. Guard your spirit. Guard your family. Help guard the church. Why? That shows charity. If we're, we're flippant with, 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 with the spirit in the church, uh, uh, well, we're not being charitable towards our fellow man. Uh, number two, to, he says, we see, we see it again, stand fast in the faith. To stand firm requires charity. I mentioned this morning, I spent some time, I'll not re-preach it all, but when people disappoint us or life disappoints us, the faith has never disappointed us. The faith is not capable of disappointing you. Well, I'm disappointed. Well, you just, I'm just so disappointed with, 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 with church, and I'm so disappointed with, with the faith. Well, you're disappointed in salvation? Explain that to me, please. You're disappointed with God's love? Explain that. No, you can't be, the faith has never disappointed anybody. The faith, people don't give up their faith because the faith was wrong. They can have the wrong faith, but we're talking about the faith once delivered to the saints. If we're going to, we ought to stand firm in that, in our disappointment. Be very, very careful because when we get disappointed in life, there's somebody, there's a feel good, well, if you come over here, all your problems will be solved. We have nothing but love over here. Boy, it takes charity to, to tell the truth. It, tells, it takes charity to stand on the faith. And let, friend, let me tell you, compromise is easy. It's easy. But it's not charitable. The easy thing is not always the loving thing. Mom and dad, if you want to show charity towards those kids that grow up in your house, you keep them in a Bible-believing church. You keep them in a church with the faith. You keep them by showing charity. Uh, if we're going to stand firm on the faith, it takes charity. It takes charity to, when we're disappointed, to understand that if, that if I give up my faith, who's it going to affect Oh, pastor, I've had this. Pastors, just, we're just one family. You think your pastor doesn't care about each family? About each person? I don't just think about it. I think about the person who serves with those individuals. How disappointed they're going to be. How hurt they're going to be. How it's going to give them pause and question some things. You know, there's many of you, you've been faithful for decades. You're still here. You've had every enticement in the world to leave the things of God, to leave the faith, and you're still here. You're here because of charity. You stand firm. Yeah, faith is right, but you stand firm because of charity. Why? Your supreme love for God and that universal goodwill to men. 
You, are, you better serve the people around you if your feet are firmly planted on the faith and not shifting sand. There's stability in knowing you have a pastor that's not going to change. I'm going to stand firm on the Word of God. I'm going to stand firm on what it teaches, but I need to have charity when I do it. Why do you do it? Because I do love God. And because I do love you. And because I love you, I'm not going to let another doctrine come into this church. And Pat, did you hear Pastor get up there and just pitch a fit about everything? He's full of love. No, I'm full of charity. Because you have to have charity to stand firm on the faith. Number three, he says, quit you like men. This morning we talked about stand up. To stand up requires charity. To fill that position when you don't really have the strength yourself to do it. To fulfill that role in the home, men. To fill that role in the home, ladies. To do what it is that's expected. I don't have all the answers. Okay, quit you like men. Fill your spot. Show up anyway. God didn't put anybody else in the home but put you. God didn't put, in my case, I can say God didn't make anybody else there, the pastor. He put me here, so it's my responsibility. Whatever role you serve in, in, in his service, it's your responsibility. We ought to stand up because it, it requires charity to stand up because we love somebody more than we love ourselves. We love God more than we love our insecurity. I love my children more than I love my, 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 my lack of ability. I love the people I serve the Lord with in my church more than I love myself and protecting myself from my own inadequacies. And quite frankly, there's a lot of Christians who've been disappointed and things didn't work out the way they thought it was going to work out. And now they've got to fill, stand in a void and not have the strength they think they need and not have the wisdom they think they need. And say, instead of just showing up and standing firm and doing what they're supposed to do, they shrink into the shadows, not realizing the effect and the insecurity that it creates in other people they go to church to. This church has had trials like every, every, every church, and I am very aware that it is important how I get out of my vehicle and walk in those back doors. It's important how I walk into this building and walk up here on this platform. It's important how I stand behind this pulpit and preach the Word of God. Why? Because it's a role, it's a responsibility I'm supposed to fulfill. You're, it's not lost on your children or what's going on in your home. It's important whether you're confident or not to walk in that home knowing that I may not have the answer, but God's going to give me the answer. I don't know how it's going to work out, but God's going to provide the way it works out. And I'm just going to fill my, it takes love. I don't, feel, I don't care about me. I don't care about what's my future. I don't care about what I had planned. You ever felt that way? You ever gotten that way? But there's some people I love I care about. There's some people I love that I care what happens to them. So in order for me to do what I'm supposed to do, there's that charity that drives me. There's a God that I love. There's my fellow man that's going to be disappointed if I don't at least show up where I'm supposed to show up. There's somebody I'm supposed to help today. Say, well, I, can't, yeah, I don't have anything to offer. None of us have anything to offer but the charity that comes from a God who loves us. 
We must stand up, and it requires charity. To stand up requires charity. We must fulfill our responsibility, not for ourselves, but for others. Well, your, your dreams and aspirations will only take you so far. Your goals will only take you so far. Because you will run head first into life. You'll run head first into God changing your plans. You'll, you'll run head first into the reality that man can't always be there when they say they were going to be there. You'll face the reality that God changes plans. So what am I going to do? Quit you like men. Well, I don't care what happens to me anymore. Do you care, do you care about your mom and dad and the investment they put in you? Do you care about the investment that your pastor and other people put into you? Do you care about the people who, who your children who are watching you? Do you care about the, the, the new Christian, the new convert that you helped get into church? You care about all of them? Well, if you really care about them and you care about your universal, universal I'm going to show up where I'm supposed to show up. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. Well, I'm going to make a mess of it. We'll make a mess of it. If you just show up and do the best that you can do, you're already ahead of the majority of the world. So anytime they face a problem or difficulty, we're, gonna just, we're just going to quit. We're just going to give up. No, I'm going to show up, not because of the greatness of me, but because of God expecting me to and because I love Him and I love, I love the people around me who it will affect them. Well, can, can, I, can I share my humanity with you just a little bit? There, there are times that I do what I'm supposed to do because of you. Well, that's not the right motive. Trust me, look at the motivation that I have to have. It's not a bad motive. I don't feel like studying today. But they need me to study. I don't feel like praying today. But the people I love need me to pray. I don't feel like keeping the schedule that I keep. My kids need me to. The people God's given me influence over need me to. If I can say that about me, every person in, there, in here can say it about themselves as well. It takes charity. Add charity to it. Let me get to number four, and then I'll, then I'll make my closing comments. To, to stand ready requires charity. It says be strong, be steadfast, be steady. He's saying... Be strong until I get there. There's a lot of times God's still going to send that encouragement. It's just delayed. And you and I must be strong enough and steady enough until when it does arrive. A lot of times he's sending help. It's just delayed. So we must just be strong enough, steady enough until it arrives. That is going to require charity. Let me, let me tie all of these things up with this. Obviously, it's of God that Paul writes this to those churches. The Word of God's inspired. It's something we should pay attention to. But there's something that charity does. And it's why it's key that they add it to everything that they do.
And if it's key for them, it's key for you and I. Charity does not exist where pride exists. And if we're not careful, we can get proud in our good spirit. Not realizing that's a bad spirit. But charity prevents that. If we're not careful, we can get proud in our, bless God, we're an independent Baptist King James Bible, we're separated, we're so... I'm for all of those things. God is my helper, I'll die. All of those things. But it's not about me, it's about Him. Why am I those things? Because it's right, because of what it will do for my fellow men. I don't do it so I can say, I do it. That's what he's warning against. This is what you need to do, but man always gets full of himself when he does what God tells him to do. Well, bless God, this is what I am. You ought to believe something. You ought to stand firm on the faith. But we should not do it so that we can say, I've done it. We ought to do it because we love God enough to do what He commands us to do, but because we know what it does for my fellow man. I do not, I do, I'm going to take a stand on salvation by grace. I'm going to take a stand on it's easy to get saved by just putting your faith and trust in Christ. Jesus did the hard part. He did the part no man can do. I will die on that hill. Why? So I can, can put a badge of honor? No, because I know what it will do to the sinner who puts their faith and trust in Christ. It will save their, their soul. It will change their eternity. It will wash them white as snow. I don't do it for my own pride. I do it for my fellow man. We must stay on this book and we must stand firm on this book. Hey, the help's not coming yet. The encouragement's not coming. What are we doing? We're just going to stand where we've always stood. And friend, that's what you've got to do. You've got to stand where you've always stood. Why? Because there's somebody coming in that next generation. There's somebody that's watching our stand. And I don't stand to say I'm separated so I can get a pat on the back. And so I can look down my nose at those that don't have the same separation I have. No, it's because I know what this world will do when it gets on you. I know what this world will do to our young people and our children if we don't stay separated. Why do we do it? It's charity. It's love for our fellow man. We show up not because of me, because we love the people who we're showing up for. Why must we stay faithful? Because Jesus is coming again. He's worthy of our faithfulness. Pastor, I don't, I don't believe that the people I go to church with are worthy of my faithfulness. Okay. I don't believe you're worthy of my faithfulness. Okay. But Jesus is. And if we truly are living a life of charity, it doesn't matter who we go to church with. This is who God gave us. Because I love Him, I can love everybody else. I'm going to take the stand. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. But, man, when you add charity to that, it prevents pride from creeping up. 
bless God, I showed up when nobody else would have showed up. Aren't you proud of how much of a man you have as a pastor? Say amen right there. You know, aren't, you, aren't, you, aren't, you, aren't you proud of that? If that is the motivation, we're missing it. We drag ourselves to our post because we love him. And we love him. We drag ourselves to our post because we're going to show that charity to our fellow man. It encourages other people. When we are where we're supposed to be, doing what we're supposed to do and have the spirit that we're supposed to have. It encourages your pastor to see you leave. No, it encourages your pastor. Because there are times when I know some of the burdens and then to see that person in their place. I know some of the difficulty to see them in their place. I know the struggle. It encourages me. It helps me. If it'll help your pastor, do you not think it'll help somebody who's sitting two rows behind you? Absolutely. I don't feel like going. Well, don't do it for yourself. Do it because you love him. And because you love him, do it for the people you go to church with. That's why before you come in the doors, the next church service, Check your spirit. Well, I just don't care anymore. Okay, well, do you love the people you go to church with? Well, I love them. Well, why do you want them to be in the same sorry, foul mood that you're in? Well, I want them to know I'm disappointed. They're, as soon as they meet you, they will be disappointed too as soon as they see you. No, I have to do that. I have to, I have to, I, I, sometimes you can't lay that burden down, but, I, but I've got I've to put it deep in my heart and trust the Lord to help me get through it. Why? Because I, I don't want to be a burden to somebody else. I don't want to ruin somebody else's day. I, will, I don't want them to be focused and take their eyes off of the Lord. No, I do it because I love them. And then when we, we get back to the house, we can take that deep breath, that deep sigh and say, God, thank you for getting me through the day. And, and well, you know, I was disappointed with, with these things that happened in my life, but I'm just going to assume that, that you're going to take care of everything. And I have everything. You know what you'll find? You'll find that you didn't need Brother Paul, but you needed somebody who you went to church with. You had the spirit that would sustain you. Let's add charity. Do this instead. I want you to think of that next time you're disappointed. Do this instead. Then after you think of that, I want you to think of this. But do it with charity. I have to do these things. Yes, I'm commanded to. But I have to do it because of charity. Because of my universal, my, my, my love of God, but that love that I want to show towards my fellow man. Father, help